0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening everyone and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, September third. Where has the month gone? I thought it was still August, actually, but we are now in September. The summer has flown by, but thank God we are all still here and ready to bring you another exciting episode of Beauty Talk. Tonight's guest is Sean Richards, but before we get to Sean, I'm gonna turn it over to my sister Denise. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm excited about tonight's guest. So, very briefly, I just wanted to mention uh, something that we touched on a little bit um, last uh, last Sunday. I don't know if you all remember um, remembered me reporting in the news about Kim Gard- Kardashian West having a uh, a makeup competition uh, show. Well, now they are uh, looking for makeup artists. And it's called Glam Masters, and they're now uh, casting beauty bloggers and makeup artists, um, executive produced by Kim Kardashian West, the most influential style icon on the planet. She's searching for America's next superstar beauty blogger makeup artist. Um, Lifetime and Shed Media, um, and executive produced by Diane Madison. They're looking for the most uh, trend-setting beauty bloggers and makeup artists for a cutting-edge competition uh, series. They're looking for someone who has a lot of personality. So you know what that means. So they're looking for someone with a lot of personality for this show. Um, it says, are, you, are your makeup calls heating up the Internet? Are you ready to go toe-to-toe with bloggers and makeup artists? If you think you have what it takes, you can win the opportunity to be part of Kim Kardashian West uh, Glam Empire. To apply, all you have to do is email Glam Masters Casting. That's Glammasterscasting at gmail.com with your name, phone number, email address, current photo, a link to your blog or your website, and a bit about your life and artistry. Again, you can send uh, an email to glammasterscasting at gmail.com with your name, phone number, email address, current photo, a link to your blog or website, and a bit about um, life and artistry. So um I can just imagine how um that's going to end up. I think they'll probably have more in my opinion I think they'll have more um more bloggers than they will actual makeup artists. What do you think? I agree totally. <laughs> I agree totally. I mean I think I think just just in what they're asking for they really didn't even focus on artistry as much. I mean, you know, that was the last bit of information they're asking for, a bit of, a bit about your life and artistry. It's going to be more about your personality and, you know, <laughs> it, it's, I'm sure it's going to have tons of popular uh, YouTubers and things like that, you know, people who are popular on Instagram. It's going to be more about your followers than um, actual artistry, I think. We'll see who's popular on the web. So we'll see, but it is going to be a competition show. So it's going to be interesting to see um, what they're going to have to do on the show because you know most 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 bloggers are used to doing their own makeup. So we'll see how that turns out. If they're going to actually have, um, if they're actually going to have these people in a competition and they're actually going to be doing someone else's makeup, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Time will absolutely. tell. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> will, you, will you watch? What was that? I didn't hear you. I said, "Will you watch?" It's a Lifetime show. Will you will you watch it? Of course. I'll at least watch the first episode. Give it a chance. Right. And then there's another reality show, um, makeup related reality show coming. Yeah, and that's a, that's a lifetime as well. I believe
0: it's all going to be interesting. interesting.
1: We'll see how it goes because, mm-hmm. like, like you mentioned last week, I remember the one show blush that was focused mm-hmm. on uh, beauty makeup. Um, I think it came along before um, face off. It did long before. Yeah. So- yeah, that was an interesting show, which I was kind of shocked that it didn't make it past that one season because I actually really liked that show. Yeah.
0: Because you yeah, had makeup artists on all, on all
1: levels, people who did, you know, like uh, celebrities, people who, who, you know, were bridal makeup artists, uh, people who worked in department stores. So it was just makeup artists on all levels. It was a really good show. Very talented crew of uh, of makeup artists. Absolutely. Well, speaking of talented makeup artists, we have one waiting on the line. So right after this,
0: we will be back with uh, with Sean Richards. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40%, and non professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs, and extensions 1294 that's 818-691-1294 join our program and become a friend with benefits today
1: all right so our guest tonight is an emmy nominated makeup artist she's also an award-winning makeup artist she's the owner of a uh, cosmetic beauty brand and she's here to talk to us we just want to catch up with miss sean richards how are you sean hi
2: girls i'm great thank you how are you Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, I'm just thrilled that I was, I was grilling. What is September 2nd or 3rd? I can't remember the date, but I know we're it's out of water. Third. <laughs> and it's you know third. what? We, we jumped in the pool and I was literally giving thanks to God because it was like a warm bath. So I mm-hmm. it's been really hot, but I don't, I don't dig that cold Pacific water at all. So it's if right. I've got warm water in my backyard and I can cook out as well, I am happy as a clam. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else? I've got to say, I always wanted to do a makeup show. I wrote a, a concept for um, a documentary show, but it, actually it was like the history of makeup going back to ancient Egypt, which would right. literally unravel and unearth. And of course, I like being a Globetrotter. So I wanted to host it and just do all the research and write it. And um, as far as I know, something like that has not really been done yet. So my fingers are crossed that uh, Nat Geo or the History Channel or one of mm-hmm. those gives me a call one day and goes, We've heard that you're crazy and that you've got a concept <laughs> and we think it would be really cool to do it. Do you want to do it? And I'd be like, Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what well, have
1: you heard oh, about? My uh, have you heard about the reality shows um that's coming? The um one's called Glam. um was it Glam Masters and then another They're one Glam is uh, American American Beauty Star.
2: I've heard of neither. The only one that I know of is the one that's
1: replacing face
2: off and only because I see the posts on Facebook because um, Erin's in it. So Mikash. what's well, what so, replacing last?
1: Huh?
2: What's replacing? I, I think it's called something like In Your Face or something. I really don't know the name of it. But it's something akin to that. Um, I saw a picture of Erin and Rick Baker and um oh my god, V Neil. Um, so I'm 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 imagining it's along the similar vein because if it's got three well-known special effects makeup artists, it's got to be something mm-hmm. that's special effects oriented. For for the glam one, um, that was a really good point you made. Which one of you made the point about most makeup bloggers don't know how to do anyone else's face, but their uh, own? That was me, Denise. Yeah, Denise, I think that was a really interesting and valid point, you know, it mm-hmm. really is. It, it would be really, because I would love to get an opportunity to do Kim Kardashian West. I would love that because I would want to take her as far removed from what she is right now as I possibly could. And I would make it very translucent, nice and glossy, very sort of steamy and heady, just lots of layers of translucent color. And, and just because she is stunning. But I just mm-hmm. can't abide the amount of slap she cakes on every day. And, and she's a smart girl. She's worked her rear end off. I've got nothing but, you know, respect for that ethic of hers. But I would love to have the chance to do her face. She'd probably hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's not her style. But I'd love to do it super editorial and, and nice and kind of 90s. Remember that 90s look that we used to run in mm-hmm. Britain? British Vogue, that Kate Moss, super trans. Yeah. look. So beautiful. That would look stunning on, you know, KKW,
1: for sure. I agree. Okay. How, I've just found, I'm looking online, and so the the show that, you it's a spinoff of uh, Face Off called Game Face. Game it Face, features, there it is. Yeah, it, it features four all-star Face Off contestants um, competing for $10,000 in every episode. It supposedly, it premiered August 22nd, so I guess we missed it. But the judges yep. are V. Neal and Rick Baker.
2: Right, and I swear they so maybe judges. they have, yeah, guest judges, it must be, it must be.
1: Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. luck
2: to it, good luck to it. I mean, you know, it's very difficult to do a show like this, I imagine, um, because it can never be the way It really would be in real life. So I think everyone needs to go into it with their eyes wide open that this is not real life. The conditions are not real life conditions. The expectations are not real life expectations. And the time allotted is not real life time allotment, you know? I mean, we just don't get the time that they get to do the work that they have to do. So I think it will be really interesting to see um, who does what, for sure.
1: Right. Right.
2: You know, exactly yeah, so. I'd like lo- I'd lo- I would just love to see a show that did BTS Fashion Week every week, every year, you know, just do a show yeah. that is a fly on the wall so we could see the real pros going in, working under pressure, what goes on, how they turn out a face, the different looks, the lookbook. I would love a show like that. And I know that there is a fashion show channel because I catch it when I travel, yeah. but it's not readily available. But that, right. that that channel is amazing, and it's, a, it's an amazing source of inspiration for young makeup artists. In fact, for all makeup artists, um, to be perfectly honest. And it has a great energy and a great synergy, and you see all the hair artists working and the dresses. And the and that, to me, that's an exciting show, because that is reality, you know. Let
1: me, um, let, me ask, let me ask you this, Sean, because you just said something about, um, I think you said something about the real makeup artists. And, you know, not to, and and I hate to sometimes even bring this up because I don't want it to seem like I'm bashing bloggers or or beauty influencers or things like that, but don't you feel like, especially as a professional artist and you've been in the business for years and sometimes I almost feel like what's happening now in the world of makeup is sometimes I feel like it's a slap in the face. And don't you feel like, or at least I feel like, and you can tell me if you agree with this or not, but I feel like the professional artists out there working every day, and I'm talking about us and film and TV. I'm not really talking yeah. about people who work at the counters or, you know, if you run it, you do this celebrity for the red carpet, I'm talking about, you know, the filmmakers, you know, we're, we're out there, we're creating the stuff that people want to see on television and in the movie theaters don't you feel like we need to take a stand and really come back and show who the real beauty influencers are?
2: You know, it's, that's a very good question. It's an emotionally driven question as well because you're passionate about what you do as we all have to be to do the hours that we do and to train at the level that we train at. You know, it takes passion to spend 17 hours a day on set. It takes passion to... To take you away from your family on location for months and not see them and to make your family work. You know, all of this are the unseen things that we also have to be versed in, in psychology, in in reading body language, in nurturing. There is so much that, that we do as artists, as well as being trailblazers, creating designs. I think film makeup artists are definitely, from what I can see, the most diverse because we can turn on the high editorial, and we do. Um, We can turn on the special effects. We can do the character makeups. We can do the broken-down makeups, the clean makeups, the commercial-looking makeups. We do a complete cross-section. So I totally get where you're coming from. Here's the thing. With influencers and YouTube makeup artists, I don't consider them as makeup artists. I consider them... As enthusiasts, I consider them as hobbyists. I consider them to be passionate, just as passionate about what we do. But for that area, they don't get and they don't want to get, furthermore, what we do as movie pros. They don't have that passion to create something timeless and evocative and beautiful and creative and trailblazing, whatever you want to call it, maverick, anything. They don't have that drive. Their drive is for the immediate like or the view on a, on, a, on a video on their Instagram chain, for the number of followers they have. It's a very different intention. When you set the right intention for what you want to do, the outcome is going to be completely different. So if your intention is to get millions of likes on Instagram by doing a certain type of makeup, then that's your deal. That's your part of the industry. That's new media. That's not mine. Mine is old media. (laughs) I've been going a long time. So I do get it, but I don't consider them to be the makeup pros because the thing is what would be terrible to do and great at the same time would to actually be to do a competition with the real pros versus the Instagram pros. Because yeah. they might be better at us than some looks. Because I don't know that I can do that three-inch slap Or I just don't know that I could. I probably could, because we have to. But it would be really interesting to pit. That would be an interesting show, if anyone mm-hmm. could be bothered to do it. Because also, what we as movie pros have to, have to remember is, we mustn't we mustn't let, things get the better of us, you know? It's like, we're all busy, we're all working, the cream always rises to the top, you always will get booked in the end, you'll always be working, as long as you have all of your um, ducks in the right order, and you have a strong work ethic, you'll always work in film and television. It's a given, even if you have those moments when you go, I don't think I'm ever going to work again, which I have had two or three times in my career. Even as late as two years ago, I thought, oh, my God, no one's hiring me. I can't get a job. I think my career is over. I told my agent and he laughed in my face. So it's like we are definitely the more vulnerable and the more sensitive because oftentimes as well, our careers have been forged over decades and and a dream as a child. I wonder how many of these beauty bloggers and enthusiasts dreamt as little girls to be makeup artists or to be on Instagram as a makeup artist. Whereas from six years old, I dreamt of making films. I dreamt of winning an Academy Award. I dreamt of, of making the most beautiful makeups I could put. Those are my dreams as a six-year-old. And every single thing I did and studied and practiced and learned went towards my craft, whether it was history, arts, Sculpture, theater design, graphic design, you name it. Whatever it took, I studied it all to service my dream. I'm not sure the same can be applied for enthusiasts. So I think there, yeah. are, there are several differences there. Don't let it get the better of you, kid, really. I mean, I've been... Well, no, no, no. In, it, in, in but it, it's really fun, it, isn't it?
1: It, it really is, but and it really hasn't gotten the best of me because I, when when I say beauty influencer, I'm not necessarily thinking about and talking about what they're doing now and on YouTube and all this other stuff because, to me, I mean, I don't have time for that. I really right. don't. I you're enjoy, too busy. I enjoy, you have to start Yeah, I enjoy what I do a TV makeup artist. But for me, when, right. I, when I say influencer, I'm really more talking more about, you know, think about when, I guess, um Times that you've watched a movie and you saw an actress's makeup and you thought about how beautiful she looked, and then yeah. and you and thinking about how you know an everyday woman wants to look like that, and you think about it being your work. That's that's my work that they're trying to capture, you know, on themselves. And I think yeah. that's what I'm I'm thinking of more when I think of of, of us being you know the beauty influencers, not about. You know, whatever it is they're doing right now, I don't even know. I can't even keep up. But,
2: well, I really all I know cry. is as long as we don't do squiggle brows, because I put a post on Facebook. Oh my God. Nonsense. <laughs> and I was in hysterics. I mean, back in the day, I'd be indignant. I actually saw a Brit post it, and the Brits are up in arms. They're like, oh my goodness me, whatever next. I mean, I can hear them all, and it's bloody hilarious when I hear them say it. But, for me now, it's getting to the point where it is so absurd. And I am giggling like, oh, my God. I mean, I wouldn't have even done this at 12. This is perfect. Thank, you. And I, I think I actually thanked the Instagram makeup people that do this because this is tremendous inspiration for a character in a show. You know, if ever I want to do a scummy kind of funny character-ish mm-hmm. of something – all of this is eye candy for me. So it is, you know, things are changing. They don't stay the way they do. Everything's changed since new media, since digital. You know, magazine sales are down. Everyone views everything in video form or still form online. And I think that, that although we are influencers, I mean, you know, Roy Helland, that beautiful makeup he did on Meryl for French Lieutenants Woman all those years ago, was just so ethereal and beautiful. And I've seen it done so many times subsequently in Ellen Vogue over the decades, you know. So, yes, we are influencers, but film people never really wanted that accolade. Film people just, it was always about the work of people in film. Exactly. You know, it, it
1: really exactly. was, yeah. Exactly. Listen, yeah, listen at this. The Huffington Post says, the squiggle eyebrows are a thing now and the Internet is confused. Um, the independent UK says, squiggle. <laughs> <laughs> squiggle eyebrows and lips are the latest bizarre online beauty trends. The Toronto Sun says squiggle brows are the newest dumb beauty trend. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Indian Express says squiggle brows, the latest eyebrow trend to take Instagram by storm is outright insane. <laughs>
2: well, I don't think it's madness. I think it's just, I think people are so desperate. Because look, let, let's, let's take it out of westernized culture Place yourself for a moment. Imagine if we were in Tokyo, if we were in Harajuku, and we saw Harajuku girls with that crazy type of brow, it would look amazing. Why? Because mm-hmm. their whole style, the whole thing they do, they dress up, the colors they use, the paint that they use, what the, the, the designs that they do, it's perfectly in keeping with some style. And I, would, I love Harajuku girls. I love what they do in Tokyo. I love that Japanese style, man. It is so whack. It is brilliant. But here in Western, when you've got some white girl just with her brows and some nasty little wave on her forehead and her skin's a bit iffy and there's nothing else but that, it's like, okay, you're really going to wear that as a serious way to do your brows. <laughs> At least someone in Japan goes, no, this is a nice piece of design. This can be, we, we can put rhinestone, we, we can put glitter, we can do the lash in a certain way. We can start to, to right. you know, create a whole look around So that is where it's not, I don't think it is mad. I don't think it is crazy. It's just primitive. It's not thought through properly. It's like an unfinished design. So I do think it's hilarious. I think it's really funny because the people who wear it don't realize where they could actually take it to. And that's why all of us who are laughing, going, oh my God, in makeup, we're laughing going, oh my God, because it is just yet another thing from Instagram. All the people that don't, really get the fashion side of things and and that sort of editorial and street style kind of things which is a good deal of the creative world i have to tell you and the readers of her post are probably among them they'll go well what is this and and toronto post what is this crazy thing this is this is nonsense i can hear all the the knitting committee sort of sipping on the chamomile tea going oh my god this is just crazy it's crazy But then there'll be other areas that totally get it that go, this is something I can work with. But the girls that are doing it on Instagram here, nah, it's not really working, is it? Let's face it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not really working. (laughs) But God bless
2: them. God bless them for trying and putting it out there. Because they made a whole heap of people happy this
1: weekend. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) that's the truth (laughs) (laughs) you know I
2: always say there's no failure in anything you don't fail in anything if you get it wrong it's just a learning curve for the future so they haven't failed at all because they've made many people happy they've probably given people you know candy for, for for a design idea later down the line I mean it's helped me immeasurably my kids have been giggling all day long you know and it was really funny <laughs> because another makeup guy on on Facebook, Sven Granlund, is a lovely guy. He was he put a post underneath saying, "Oh no, my daughter wanted to do it, and I begged her not to." And I can only think of his angst, poor Sven, if he if he's listening. Sven, I feel your pain, and your daughter is so stunning too. It's like I really feel your pain.
1: <laughs> Why do Why do you think? You know, because you know before it would be just a makeup trend. now we have online trends you know versus just trends in general. Why do you think instagram or, and or how do you think Instagram and online trends became so popular? Why are they popular? Easy access.
2: It doesn't. You don't have to buy a magazine. You don't have to put your hand in your pocket and spend. How much is a copy of Vogue these days? Do you think?
1: Probably. I mean, five, I get them sent
2: to me. Right, five dollars. I get sent to me every month. W Magazine, Harper's Bazaar, but uh, Vogue Britain, uh, Vogue US, and Vogue Germany and Japan. I get a ton of Vogue sent to me. That's a lot of dough, right? Every single month. I like hard copies. I'll tear out what I want. Old school, keep the tears, throw the rest of the magazine. It's a collectible thing. I'll still collect. I mean, I actually threw away some Vogue the other week. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot, but I don't want to become a hoarder. So you've got all the kids that want to see stuff, and they haven't got the money. A lot of these kids come from working-class families. They come from avenues that can't go out and buy a magazine every week or a month. And also, it's just the variety. The web is the biggest library, and it's for free. So, right. when you've got when you've got online makeups now, your audience is millions instead of maybe just a few thousand. So, online has become so strong because of that accessibility, and then because you've got the crazy stuff going on. Does it, I mean, it's funny. I just did IMAX in Toronto this weekend, and. I was so thrilled to hear Sean Harrison, who is an amazing uh, special effects makeup artist. you all have seen his work on Harry Potter, all sorts of things he 's brilliant, and he was saying he 's so sick of seeing zipper faces, and yeah, we never actually use them in movies, so you 're only doing them for Instagram, for nothing else. and can you please come up with something original or new? I could say the same for skullface. I could say the same for all of these repeated looks that we see. On, you know, how many times do you see an Instagram makeup artist paint their face and neck with a big open mouth that goes down their neck with a tongue coming out of it? It was great in the beginning, but you have to evolve, and we're not seeing evolution there. But some people like to stay safe, they like to see stuff that they can recognize. It makes them feel like they understand it and that it gives them strength. Whereas if you're, and also maybe it makes them feel like, well, I could do that. But the stuff that we do as makeup movie makeup pros and TV pros, the work that we're turning out on those big series and those movies that we're doing is so high end and so brilliant. They could never do it unless they're going to practice every day and go to school. So, online is accessible and easy to do. Generally, it's with paint or makeup. The stuff we do is with specialized products that you really have to understand and learn, right? For example, when I do makeup shows now, I have palettes that I've just launched, and I've got alcohol uh, color, and I've got silicone cream, long wear color. I have noticed that because the makeup shows have more of these sorts of online makeup people, they're coming up to me and asking if my alco color is foundation. And I'm saying, Mm. it's a paint. It's a paint that you treat like a watercolor. You don't tend to use it as a foundation. You can use it to do creative makeup, special effects, character makeup, designs, whatever you want. But it's not a foundation. So these people don't even have the basic education to know what these materials are. And when you don't have that sort of knowledge, you feel intimidated. And when you feel intimidated, unless you have a certain personality to learn and grow, you tend to retract and stick with what is easy, and I think that's part of it too.
1: Absolutely. Now, you just mentioned the new products that you have, so talk to us a little bit about the rebranding of the London Brush Company and how it all came about. Oh, my goodness, yes.
2: Well, I have to tell you guys, well, you know – Denise, Janice, you know it's been coming for years, right? I've I've spoken to you probably about this over two or three years ago that I wanted Mm -hmm. to go into color. And I really did. Um, It's been a plan of mine for years. I knew that I could never just stay doing brushes. But my whole purpose for, for starting London Brush was because I couldn't find brushes that I wanted. That was my intention. And I also wanted to make beautiful quality products that people really just didn't make anymore. So that was also my intention. And those two combined were really good intentions and it helped the brand grow because people saw it and they realized that it was a really good a good thing to, to get and to buy for your kit. So I went wanted to do colour because because I love colour, I'm really passionate about pigment and ethnicities and global beauty in particular and about four or five years ago i actually did design a color line i took a meeting with a manufacturer in britain and i came up with a bunch of colors in fact it ended up being 150 skus to start off with and of course you know what nobody ever tells you is well it's really expensive to do a color line i've never had an investor I started with 11 makeup brushes, and from that one, one sort of collection, I've grown my company over the years. And every time an investor came to me, for some reason it didn't work out. So I'm reckoning that the big man upstairs is going, now, Sean. I have a plan for you. Then you're going to end up doing it on your own. I hate to tell you this, but that's what it is for you. No investor, you're going to do it. So it had to take its time, because I haven't got spare the two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand dollars, but it costs to launch a colour line. So all those yeah. new colour lines that have come out in a few years, they have had to have had an investor. It's impossible to do it yeah. without. But you know what? Thank you God for it because everything does happen for a reason. And right. when I when I did one hundred and fifty SKUs, I didn't know the reality of the business. I didn't know. Well, Sean, think about shelf life. Think about how much it's going to cost. Think about your primary and secondary packaging. It's not just about the product. It's about the tube it goes in and the box that tube goes in and the longevity of it and this, that, and the other. So what I was able to do in the the years that I wasn't doing color was learn about the industry, learn about the pros and cons, watch the way the industry was going, and really start to – grow myself as an artist and as a brand and do the work that backed it up so that I could have, because, you know, I want the respect of my fellow peers. I, you know, it's a pro driven brand originally and will always be. So for me to be able to say to them, look, this is what I do and this is how I operate. And now I'm doing this. It makes what I do have weight and it makes it a valuable product. So I decided about a year ago completely and utterly, maybe no, actually two years ago, to completely and utterly change the way that the brand was going. I decided that I needed to stop eating humble pie and the time was right to start using my name. I felt I'd earned it by then. I didn't expect people to know me anymore uh, in the beginning, so I used London Brush, but now I felt, well, it's been a few years of doing shows. People know my name. They ask for me. Let's use Sean Richards. It's not a bad name. And I also changed the way I was going to do the brand. So the brand is starting out with pro stuff. My pro line is called 4K. Um, 4K is widely used in digital right now. So I started off with palette. Um, I started off with some 4K long wear cream, a silicon cream, and then my Alco color. And the reason I did that was because, you know, I've been shooting with Marvel pretty much all year. And I wanted to create a product that would survive shooting in Atlanta because it's humid by 60 degrees pretty much and it's, a, it's boiling hot. So I needed something that could be multifunctional, that I could put in a palette, was easy to use and absolutely, you know, proof of everything as much as I could make it and have the pigment that I wanted so over time, oh, and also I wanted it to be conscious, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, celiac-friendly. That's like the kind of benchmark for all of my products that I'm going into. So we formulated colors. I, you know, it took me quite a few months. And at the same time, I found another supplier um, who could make alcohol color for me because I always wanted to do um, al- alcohol-based paint. I've seen, I've used many of them over the years, the uh, competitors, and there's two brands that I really, really love, so I wanted my product to be their equal but different, and I wanted to also create a system that for the first time would cross over, because nobody has done a cream that matches the alcohol color, so that if you're painting prosthetics, if you want to go over the edge around the eyes, you go with the cream instead of the alcohol. Right? right? That Absolutely. could be long wear, that doesn't need powdering, but then that you could thin down and use it as a paint on the silicon of your prosthetic. You could use it for whatever and the two would cross over. So I started like this, you know, I launched three colors, three, three palettes in long wear. I've launched four palettes in Alco color. I've got another one coming out in long wear so that you get all the greens and what have you. And then it's going on from there. You know, lip palettes, I've got three lip palettes coming out. There'll be um, pretty much some shimmer balms because for me, getting light through the skin is really important. So, you know, on Black Panther, I was mixing a lot of liquid shimmers in with my foundations. So I was doing a lot of underpainting of shimmers to get the light passing through, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. So all of these things that I'm testing out on movies, are what I'm gonna be applying to 4K, to the pro collection. Also though, for consumer and for regular makeup, I've also been working on liquid and cream foundations which have not yet launched. I've got 24 colors. I am known for working with artists of color and doing dark skin really well. And I am just sick of there being such a poor selection and even the quality, it sucks. It's too greasy most of the time or it's too ashy. So I thought, stuff this. I contacted someone in Paris who I know really well. He makes amazing products. For the last year, I was color sampling with him, and my color palette is from the palest, palest European, like Norwegian, Scandinavian, and to, uh, to Alec Weck. to East African, West African, blue-black, but blue so that you see the blue in that brown skin, and it's beautiful. So it's like, oh, my God, I remember the day I got that sample of those dark colors. I'm like, holy shit, this is flawless. I can't wait to put this on someone. This is awesome. I mean, literally darker than Lupita. Who's that new model that's come out that's absolutely stunning that everyone's going crazy for? She's even darker than Alec, actually, I think. That dark, Hmm. you know? Yeah. Wow. So done those in liquids and done them in creams. And the cream goes on like silk. It's really beautiful, and it's got a wax base in it as well, so you can buff it right in. So it was all about skin. My first part is all about skin. So instead of having 150 skews, I'm probably going to end up having half of that. But the interesting Mm -hmm. thing and the most beautiful thing was that when I did start doing the shows and I had my palettes at the show, I have sold out everywhere I go, and furthermore, the comments were, we have been waiting for you. We're so glad you're finally doing this. It's like, yes. Oh, wow. Okay, now we're, yeah, really, I had no idea. I I promise, I had no idea that, that, you know, people are watching. So anyway, I hope they like what they see.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what's the next show you're going to be at with your product?
2: So I'll be at the makeup show Dallas.
1: In September, mm-hmm.
2: the twenty fifth and sixth. Uh, then in October, we're going to be at IMAX Vancouver. I don't know if we've got a show in November. I'm really not sure. But then in December, I think the makeup show are doing a pop up show. I'm really not sure. Christmas show, and if and that will be, that will be it. But what I might do, it's like I really love my Atlanta peeps. So when I go back to Atlanta to do Avengers, I'll probably do like a private party and invite industry and say, hey, this is them, you know. Because people have put it literally with those long wear creams. You put it on, let it dry for 10 seconds. You don't powder it. The thing does not move. It doesn't rub. People are going, oh, my God, I can't wipe this off with a wet wipe. How do you get it off? I'm like, just wash your face with, you know, with face wash or use eye makeup (laughs) remover and oil But you cannot get it off with just regular water and and rubbing. It doesn't move and you don't powder it. It just stays. I mean, when we were on Avengers, we were testing it out and John Blake put it on. I can't remember. One of us uh, tried, you know, we grabbed one of the assistants. She looked up, painted it under her eyes, had her looking up for about 10 or 15 seconds. It went off. It didn't move all day. It didn't crease. It didn't crack. It didn't move. So, I'm really proud of them. They're an amazing product. I mean, it's a concealer. It covers any hyper or hyperpigmentation, any birthmarks. Mm -hmm. It covers tattoos. This is cream. I mean, you put it on, and it doesn't move. And it will last you up to 24 hours. I've tested it. I've tested it in humid conditions. I've tested it in wet conditions. Both the alco colors, the alco colors are so beautiful because they don't crack or flake. And a lot of the others do. You know, but these there's amazing pigment in both of them. The creams have got 45% pigment. The alcohol colors have got a high percentage of pigment, and I fill them super deep so that the pros get a better bang for their buck. Quite honestly, so it's it's been it's been really really sweet. I'm I'm having a nice time right now. I feel very very blessed, definitely. Great. Well,
1: I can't wait uh, until you bring them to Atlanta. I mean, if I can make it to Dallas. I would love to come, but I definitely want to try them and see what they're all about. When you see that essence,
2: when you see that long wear essence palette, oh, and by the way, one thing I'm really, really proud of, and I I said it to Chad when I was talking about this palette when we were on um, Avengers, Chadwick Boseman, and um, and I was like, I'm going to name these colors after African tribes, because after all the work we did on Panther, all the research that we did for tribal makeup, and I was so impressed. I I have to visit Africa. I have to go. I've only done Morocco and Tunisia. I need to travel the continent of Africa and see it, because there is incredible culture and history that people just don't know about. They haven't got a clue. And I literally just touched on it. And it, it, it affected me so but I named all of my colors after African tribes. So, you know, we've got Zulu, we've got Maasai, we've, uh, we've got all sorts of them going on, 10 different tribes, and it is just absolutely beautiful. But you're going to go mad for that Essence Longwear palette. I'm not kidding you guys. Beautiful.
1: They, they're beautiful. I'm looking at them online. They're beautiful.
2: Yeah, and you can mix. I mean, I was on, I did a, a demo on IMAX stage the other day with Longwear and Nevalco covered tattoos, then did a full beauty makeup, Using just long wear, and I mixed moisturizer with it to make a foundation, and it didn't disrupt the structure of the the cream. Then I mixed more moisturizer, made a lipstick, so it's now a long wear lip. I uh, buffed it in as smoky eye, so I used it as eyeshadow and eyeliner. I did the whole thing with one product cover tattoos, put a foundation, did blusher, showed them how to do that sun kiss look all with one palette, literally. It was brilliant. They were like, how do you do that? I'm like, just don't be afraid. Try things out. So it That's might not right. be a pencil. It, yeah, it might not come in a pot. It might not be this. But why don't you just play? Because ultimately, it's all paint. No matter if, if it's drier paint or wetter paint, it's all paint. So just play with it. Literally, have fun. Knock yourself out. They couldn't believe it. Yeah. And the girl who I did the makeup on, she's like, oh, my God, I look like that. Do you just, how do you do that? You know, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, And I I love it when you can test things out, you know, like you're you're putting together these products and you're testing them out while you're at work. (laughs) You know what I mean? I always
2: have done. Um, I always have done, guys. I did it with my brushes. I used to – I remember when I was working with Queen when I worked with Hallie, when I worked with Naomi Watts, I had literally, everything was in sample. We were doing a, a movie called Mother and Child, and I was literally just in, in the sample mode back then. And uh, she was like, these are really, really nice. And, and people, I, I remember I used to ask my actors, are these scratching you? I would see if there's anything shed, because these guys get makeup put on their face every day. And I knew... That the quality of my product wasn't bad; that it would ever hurt them. So it's not like I was putting anything dangerous on them, but it was just really lovely to get their feedback. And, and most of them were just like, "Yeah, this is the softest thing I've ever felt. What is it? Mm-hmm. What you know?" So that's been my mo. There's no one like me in the, in the in the makeup world because, to my knowledge, I think I'm the only one who sort of does all sorts of things in movies. And tries them out on movies and and makes makeup. I think everyone else is pretty much an editorial makeup artist or a commercial makeup artist, but they don't test them under my conditions. So that is
1: something that is unique
2: to Shawn Richards London. And I'm proud of that. I'm really proud of that.
1: That's, that's great, it's, that's amazing yeah anything and i tell
2: you what was so yeah. cute what was so cute was that the makeup show Vegas my son Marcus was um helping me on the booth and it was so <laughs> wicked to hear him telling stories about yeah mama used this when she was doing a makeup test for Black Panther on me and she and it was like this and it and I was like oh my god my son is now telling the stories because here it is this is the truth behind the product you know it was just a hair raising on the back of the neck type of feeling it was brilliant absolutely brilliant
1: wow we um we have a caller um uh, oh. we have about less than 10 minutes we can spare but i'm going to bring our caller on hello hello is this Nzinga
2: the one and only? Oh, my goodness. You better tell that Nzinga what you're doing, girl. <laughs> Have you had some nice rice peas and plantain? What you're doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hello, my dumplings.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, I love that How are woman. you all this evening? Wonderful. Oh, great. This is a great interview. You know, I had to call in. I know (laughs) I had to call in I had to call in I had to represent my sisters you know you know the topic was amazing I love what you're doing I'm right behind you girl Um, thank you darling you always have been God bless you God bless you too pumpkin Um, and kiss (laughs) the kids for me even though they don't know they're Tom Zing but you know it is what it is oh they're gonna know oh (laughs) they're gonna know it's impossible not to.
2: By the way, I followed all of your
1: birthday photos. You're looking fabulous. Oh, thank you, darling. But listen, yeah. I I I want to to piggyback on what you said. You said so much, and a lot of what you said is is quite accurate about um the direction that we're moving in with makeup. Um, And as far as the Instagram kids, uh, you know what, that squiggle brow business, I just want to go there for a quick second. That squiggle brow (laughs) business, I hate it and I love it at the same time.
2: Right. The
1: artist in me, like you said, there, there are different mediums that that can work in and has already worked in. It is not the Western medium. Yeah. And and not only is it the makeup, but it's it's the hair, it's the entire framework that goes with something as dramatic as that. Yeah, I agree Um, with you. And
2: I could could totally see that look in the yard. You know, I could totally see... Yeah, You know, when you go to Jamaica and it's all – I can see that there. And, yeah, like I said, in Japan, you can totally totally. see that look there. But I don't understand why white girls think that they look good with people (laughs) – with black girl looks or whatever. It's like having black put in if you're white. I
1: mean, we're (laughs) we're in a world where we culturally (laughs) appropriate each other. And that's that's the honest-to-goodness truth. Right. You know, it's really it, funny. There has to be if you're going to do any of these looks, you've got to go all out, full on. Without, yeah, I would screen. agree. You know, like some of the looks that I've done, and a lot of, you know, what I see with the Instagram kids, I did, I, I designed, a era that you all are playing out on Instagram now, and I look at it and I laugh. Because yeah. it's stuff that I did long time ago. You know, it's all 90s makeup. Yeah, it's just, you know what? It's it's just, you're so right. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. so right. It's just rehashed with better products. You know, because we didn't have those products available back then. You know, we didn't have 4K HD type of makeup going on with us. So you had to develop a technique. And even to this day, like I was on a film the other day and, one of the actors said to me, You know, I hate doing touch ups. As far as I'm concerned, my shit is so bad. Excuse my French. My shit is so bad that I don't have to go out there and touch up. Because it should be perfect day one. If I have to go back out there, it's because you were eating fried chicken with <laughs> of grease on it. Ah, you here she goes. Pizza. Here she goes. She's cursing on, out on your her face. Live on air. Girl, I I come in to paint. I come to paint. So for me, if you get it right the first time, but you see that's a technique, and it's an old-school technique. That's why you're you're able to do it. Janice and Denise are able to do it because we've got these old-school techniques that have nothing to do with Instagram. So if you catch on makeup, on on if you just happen to snap a photo guess what its photo finished already right because of the technique yeah. now we've got the technique mixed with the products that are amazing so with these products that are amazing with the technique that's amazing long wear technique you know, if I come out on set, it's because I just psychologically want you to feel better, right. That's just in, Zynga. you know, like I don't know what any other makeup artist is doing. God bless them. I know who I am, I know what my style is, I know what my name is, the reputation that goes with that. Kids know I come to paint, I come to wreck shop and leave. <laughs> So this one with that said, you've got an amazing product. I'm so excited about Panther you can't even imagine. Thank you, love. It's gonna be it's gonna
2: be it's gonna be righteous it's so good. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. Brilliant. I can't wait I to mean, see the colours.
1: I can't, wait to, yeah. see, yeah, know, colors I can't wait to see the colors. I can't wait to see the action, how the skin radiates, because I know that the, with the lighting, uh, you know, I'm waiting to see the whole kit and caboodle.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited well, there were some amazing people
2: working on it. So, you know, when you've got people like Tim Bakaran coming in and, and doing. Angela and doing Lupita and doing yeah. Denai and then latterly that was taken over by Kim Felix because, you know, his workload got so we brought Kimmy in because she's a brilliant makeup artist. Uh-huh. Um and I've worked with her for many years. So Kim took yes. over Denai and was looking after Letitia um, you know, we all kind of started doing that sort of thing in the beginning. I had Letitia in the beginning, but obviously because I'm with number one, I didn't have the, the availability to, for her because the yeah. schedule was so crazy. But the yeah. talent of artistry that was there with Joel as our department head, designing all the prosthetics and mm. the, doing all the special effects makeups. You know, Andy Circus mm-hmm. is up makeups with his team. You know, Michael C. Mm-hmm. Jordan's makeup with his team. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was, you know, he he just knocked out of the park Ken Diaz, who's just a trailblazer, mm-hmm. icon in our industry. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for all of the, you know, the Dora makeups, the tattoos that were designed, yeah. Kentaro Yano, uh, literally, yeah. uh, Kentaro Yano, rather, designing all of the tattoos for the Doras yeah. with Ken Diaz. You know, the level of artists that came to play and came every day and notched it up. We worked at two hundred
1: percent every
2: single day. Yeah. No matter how tired.
1: See you know, um, and you see that's the kind of thing that the Instagrammers and the bloggers don't really know because they're not privy to that. Um, but they don't, and, um, they don't wanna be. No, they don't want to be and that's fine. Thanks. It's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. But you yeah. have to with that in keeping, with that in mind you have to learn from the architects. You have to know yeah. who the architects are, because yeah, you, you know I was watching YouTube last night, and this this uh, this makeup artist. I don't know if he's really a makeup artist or not, because I really couldn't tell what he was doing. And I was like, that's just generic makeup for me. But right, you know, he he's got Katy Perry sitting in his chair, and he's got what's the name? Kim, Kim Kardashian. And when I looked at the makeup and I was like, that's pretty pedestrian, you know, in comparison to what Nzinga would do. And I'm saying, you know, where are you going with this? See, because I've done music. He had Katy Perry in his chip. Now, if if you're doing music personalities, you're not just, you're not just doing photographic makeup with them. You may wind up going on tour with them, and doing makeup on tour is is completely different. Yeah, of course. It's of completely course. It's different. Like, it's like stage makeup.
2: It is. It is it's, it's it's like stage makeup. makeup.
1: It's the and yeah. can you transition from editorial to stage to print to to what we do in film and television. And special effects prosthetic, like you said it's you know, union thing, unionized makeup artists do all of it
2: well i've gotta i've gotta come in there because and so do non unionized makeup artists i think I think that you know the the union is not the benchmark of our ability I have to say no it's that. Not. i have
1: to no um it's because not.
2: Mark, Mark Coulier won the Academy Award for Mrs. Thatcher doing Meryl's aging makeups on, on that movie. She's a Brit. Mm-hmm. There are no unions in Britain. So anyone that you see from the U.K. or Europe that comes in suicide No, that's true. Last year. Yeah. These
0: no, that's true. These aren't true.
2: union-based movies. So it's not really about union. I think what it is, and also remember, I wasn't union until I came to the States, and my career's 20-plus right. years. Well, I'm, I'm specifically what,
1: speaking about U.S.
2: Right. But that's all about training, babe. That's all about training.
1: You know, it's like
2: because there are millions of people out there that I can't tell you the number of times I do a show and I have someone saying, how do I get into the union? And they show me their work. And I think, oh, my God, this work is better than some of the union members I see. Uh You know, it's like bring back, bring back the test. Bring Uh back the test. No, they bring back bring back the test. They need to exactly. because we've got way too many makeup artists that shouldn't be in here, in my humble opinion. Well, it's not my humble opinion. It's my opinion. I'm going to say. Yeah. No, and I agree And if they, with you. It's and if they brought the test back, it would, re- it would elevate the craft. It Absolutely. really would. So, so I think it's all about education, your passion, your learning, mm-hmm. coming back to what we were saying in the very beginning. That gives mm-hmm. up my diversity. Not everyone wants to diversify. Some people just want to do the one thing. And what I've learned mm-hmm. as I get older is I have to accept that. That's fine, too. It's not my right. thing. I believe that an artist should be rounded. I like right. that I can turn my hand to everything. I love it right. when a director or a producer comes to me, as they did the other day on this commercial that I was doing, saying, this has happened, this has happened, are you Okay. And in my head, I'm going, oh, my God, this is so simple. And yet you're stressing. I'm taking that yeah. stress away from you right now. And, yep, you know, when I did what they needed in literally under a minute, they're going, oh, my God, we thought this would be an hour's work. And you've done it in yeah. under a minute. And it's flawless. Yeah. So yeah. that's my buzz. But it's not everyone's yeah. buzz. And I, I have to yeah. be more accommodating of my fellow person, you know. That's, it's not everyone's MO. They want to be the specialist.
1: Yeah. Well I you know I agree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. And I feel like, you know, mediocre should not be the new black.
2: Oh my like, god. That's... I said this years ago on stage. I'm like Since when did everyone aspire to mediocrity? When yeah. the did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we aspire for excellence? Don't we aspire for being so. a trailblazer? Yes. I think beautiful so. I work. So yeah mm-hmm. that that is is for everyone but you know mm-hmm. unfortunately when you have people who get given a lot very easily as most of our millennials have then mm-hmm. and that's in, information too by the way then they yes. don't understand what it is to really do the time and that's the biggest deal I have teaching my children as we grow up it's like
1: you've mm-hmm. gotta, you got to you've got to
2: do the time kids you've got to do the time you know you've got to learn what yeah. it's like to flick through the pages of a book for hours instead of Going online, so that you can appreciate the amount of work that needs to be done and then realize how mm. blessed you are to have it so easily at your fingertips, you know yeah. so that's that's kind of what what the whole scenario faces and deals with as well,
1: yeah, i you know, when I was thinking you know when I look at Instagram and YouTube, I'm like, do you know how many how how much money I spent on a portfolio. Yeah, yes. You know, like they don't. You, you know, and your shit's up here for free. Yeah, and and you know? tell that, what about what about what? how
2: many pairs of shoes you wore
1: out walking? I remember when I left
2: makeup school, when I got my first portfolio. Oh. Damn, that thing was heavy. It was Wasn't heavy. It? it had so yeah. much work in it. I I I'd, I'd, I'd hike it round London. Then I got a small stills portfolio, but my art portfolio when I first left art school and then makeup school, I had figure drawings and paintings and shit in that portfolio, and I would take it to directors, because I would say, so this is my photography and then this is my art and I don't have enough experience, but I can paint and they'd look at my life paintings and they'd go we're going to give you a job, so that was what it was like back in the day I'd take paintings and a few stills and that was it, and then when I got my more and more from work, then my portfolio changed to a 10 by 8 or a 12 by 14 little leather bound look. And I didn't mm-hmm. have to, But my God, I wore out three pairs of shoes walking around London showing directly my portfolio back in the day.
1: Yeah, uh, look, see, let me tell you something. There was a, um, a portfolio maker here in New York, and it, and it was called the House of Portfolios. Nice. And in the the House of Portfolios, I can tell you I spent thousands of dollars because I had five different books, and all of them were leather-bound and purple, which is my favorite color. And everybody said, oh, well, you know, you can't have a purple portfolio. Who does that? Everybody knows that professionals do black portfolios. I said, well, I don't, I don't know about anybody else. All I know about is Enzinger, and this is my favorite color. Can we print it? That was yeah, it. good for you, yeah. And and I got a lot of work. I mean, look at me, thirty years deep. Of course, I got a lot of work. But back then, you know, you had to pay for messenger service. Yeah, that's messenger right. Messenger service. Messenger service was like seventy-five dollars one way. Yeah. One way. Yeah. So if you had, you know, I did the math one time, and I literally spent three grand in one day, just on messenger service. Yeah,
2: that's crazy. You must have been it's busy, ridiculous. honey, to be able to pay for that stuff.
1: Well, yeah, but but that's Thank God. what we did. That yeah, I know. That was the homework day. That was the In New York, day.
2: probably. I mean, in London, I literally would walk. I would walk the West End. I'd walk Soho. I'd get a train in. Wow. And then I'd get the tube, which is your version of the subway. Wow. Um, wow. And then I would just, I would book a ton of appointments, and I would go to each, and, and I would walk. I mean, my little ass. Yes. Let me tell you how pert those two buttocks were. Oh, my God. <laughs> just. From walking the streets of London.
1: <laughs>
2: you know what I'm like, sisters. Come I on.
1: You. I hear you. I hear you. But it's true. It's no wonder
2: that we were all so tight and fit and firm because that, it was yeah. manual back then. It was
1: analog. Yeah. Everything was manual. And I, I yeah, I'm just flabbergasted. You know, and of course I'm on Instagram. Of course I'm on social media. I mean it it's made life that much easier. Yeah. But there was a time when we didn't have that, and I think yeah. that's where the dedication to the craft really came from. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I can't I can't even put my stuff up on
2: Instagram because I'm bound by non-disclosure. <laughs> exactly. Right.
1: Me neither. I- when you do I film
0: and television, you can't put yeah. it out. Yeah, that's right. Doing you doing know
1: editorial. That's right. Let me, let me say this. It's going back uh, a ways before Nzinga got on the phone, and, and, and I think Nzinga kind of proved uh, my point to the T, because um, earlier she said something about um, she couldn't wait to see um, Black Panther, to see, basically, to see your work. And mm-hmm. that is what I mean about influencers, about us in film and TV being the real influencers, because mm-hmm. look at this. Here you have another artist who does the exact same thing that we all do, but yet she's excited about seeing your work. And I'm sure once she sees your work a bit, you know, if there's something that she likes, she's going to want to know, why well, did she do that? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, to me, that's the beauty of what we do and who we are, yeah. and wanting to yeah. learn more about you know, the techniques that another artist used to create, you know, such a beautiful skin on an actress. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I to mean, me, that's, that's, I, that's a real influence. When I look I at other makeup artists and their work, it's not so much that. I want to do what they do. What you're inspired I'm, I'm, by. I can only speak, but I admire it. That's a good thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Did you see mm-hmm. how they, how's that one line change shit? Mm, why did she choose that color? That's good. That, but that is inspiration.
2: I mean, that, you're right. Denise? Was that you saying that is inspiration? Yes. Yeah, yes. it is inspiration in Jinga. It is, it is. Yeah. And um, and it's like, no matter how you react to something, if it affects you, it's inspired you. Whether it's an, it, it whether is, uh, you use it or you don't, you store it. I tend to compartmentalize things when I see yeah, things that I too. love. me too,
1: too. And then yeah.
2: I, I, I put it together. So, you know, the good news is with Panther, you've got some beautiful original looks. Um, yeah. There's lots of stuff that's going to be surprising. Everyone is going to enjoy it, and also it's going to be the first time you'll have seen work like this ever on camera. Yeah. So well, that's that
1: that's is exciting. See, that's and, what I, gets my go. You know, um, the, about the African because that's that's the palette that I always worked from. Um, my name is African, so I always reached back into the culture and doing the homework, you know, like African cultures, how much would they do? How much would that fit into pop culture? You know, and for me, it was the lipsticks, especially with the artists that I was working with, pop artists, you know, their personalities. So, you know, they're not characters. So there's something different that you have to operate with. And I think the the pop culture and, and historical and cultural things, putting all of that together, especially now in the society that we live in, we're all culturally um, amalgamated right now. We, we, we always
2: have been. We always have been. Yeah. We, we yeah. always have been. It's just this country's yeah. obsessed with color prejudice. Um, elsewhere yeah. in the world is not like America, really. You no, know, in in different. Britain, you have beautiful, you have in you know we could we could go on into a whole conversation about race and color here but i know that the time is nearly up isn't it girls because i know my kids are banging on the door going mama when are we having dinner yes. um <laughs> what are you making tonight <laughs> oh my god we grilled i i grilled out i did that? some skewers
1: and some fish and some yeah i did all well, sorts of stuff well i'm coming down Yeah, yeah, you get on
2: that plane. You get on that plane, girl. You'll you'll have to by the time you get here. I might keep (laughs) (laughs) coming. But I'm going to ask you guys in Atlanta soon enough. I'll be back in October. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah, Yeah. let us know when you're in town.
2: I certainly will. I certainly will. I'll be there in the first week of October. When you're in New York. Yeah, that will probably be December. If they do the pop up show, the makeup pop up show, I will be doing it. But okay. here's a, a really blatant piece of advertising. Any of you who want to get my palettes for the pros, you just go to londonbrushcompany.com. dot com. They're on the home page, and all makeup pros get a thirty percent pro discount if you've got an account. If you haven't got an account, I suggest you apply for one because when we yeah. rebrand, yeah, when we rebrand, we're changing our pro. Um, deal and it will be um, a subscription, but you get a lot for it. So I'm not saying any It's more
1: business. Just yet. It's the business makeup artist. Oh yeah. But we can. But yeah, we can we, go. Out, but, but saying we can go out and purchase it now. You can get
2: it online totally. And like I said, you got if you've got a oh, pro okay. discount, just stick that pro code in at the checkout, and you get thirty percent off. The nice fat discount, guys.
1: Yeah, okay. I will do that. I, and I love this shampoo. I've used
2: the shampoo for years. Oh my god, you like you like my. You were the two that stampeded me.
0: Every yeah. show
2: in the beginning. First, it was the brushes because you bought brushes straight away, and then the minute that I bought out brush shampoo, you guys never left me alone. You have been so <laughs> kind and brilliant to me. I love you, sisters. You're beautiful. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Well, guys, I'm going to let you finish up And I'm going to hang up John You and I yes. are gonna talk We're going to chat Here up we We're going to have tea When you come to um, New York in December yeah,
2: I want to I, I go to that posh place That you showed the pictures of the other
1: week The
2: French place Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's where we're going Honey you got to yeah. roll with Benzinger Because I only do A plus
2: Oh look at her <laughs>
1: Yes babe <laughs> I'm coming Come, that's the West Indian girl. Come on now. Oh my
2: god, she's so rock and roll, it's hysterical.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. Have, have a yeah. beautiful, beautiful time with the fam, and I'm definitely gonna get my products. Okay, all right, girl, God bless. Thank I love you, good night, ladies. Thank you, good, good night. night. All right, thank you so much. Are you still there, Sean? I'm still here. Yes. Perfect. Hold on one quick second. Somebody there's another caller on the line. I just want to take it really quickly. We only have like one one minute. So let me just bring them okay. in really quick. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hey Denise. Marietta.
0: Marietta. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to call in because I was listening to you and, and I was listening to you speaking truth. So I had to call in and say hi, Sean. Hi,
2: baby. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? And I met Toronto last weekend.
1: Oh, it was awesome. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. And I love oh. listening to Nzinga in your chat. That was great.
2: Oh, she's, she's a girl. I love Nzinga. She is so much fun. She accosted oh, yeah. me a few years ago. My God. It was like the tour de force that she is. She is a powerful woman, that one. And it's oh, like yeah. very <laughs> much so. Full of love though, right? She's full of love and I'm I'm so appreciative of her. She's a beautiful human being, that one for sure. Oh yeah. Most
1: definitely, most definitely. So I just had yeah. to chime in and say hi to you guys. Hi, Mariana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun at, at um, IMATS, um last week. A lot of fun. Yeah, it
2: was good. Thanks to Michael Key, As always.
1: Oh yeah, yeah definitely. You. It was really great. It yeah, was great. It was great.
2: It was great. Awesome. Well, guys, I am going to have to love you and leave you and go and cook for my little monkey. Well, pro- get it out, actually. Co- get it out. for Dinner. <laughs> we say that's what moms do I I just finished that's what moms do yeah absolutely
1: well thank you Sean for joining us tonight
2: you're very welcome honey it's always a pleasure to come on thanks for having me for sure it's just yeah I love coming on the show call me anytime
1: absolutely absolutely go feed the kitties and have a great Halloween weekend (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Yeah,
2: love to you both. And I will. Hopefully, you're going to get your rear ends to Dallas. I really hope. And if not, we will do something one weekend in Atlanta for sure. Okay. Sounds good. All right, darling. God bless. Take care, love. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thanks, love. See you, Marietta. Mm
1: -hmm. Bye. Bye, honey. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. All right. Good night, everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys, for tuning in tonight. Uh, we were glad you uh, glad for our callers who called in, Marietta and uh, and Zinga. Um, Zinga had a lot of great things to say. You know her opinion based on what we got, what we were talking about tonight. So that was that was great to hear. Um, and Sean is always great to to chat it up with. So we just wanted to catch up with her tonight to see what she's been up to. I knew there was a lot of things going on with her and the rebranding of her her business. So just wanted to hear about her new products and get her take on some of the things that's going on in the industry today. And we had fun tonight. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. It's a great deal. Yep, absolutely. Why don't you tell everyone how they can follow us? You can follow us on the great Facebook. We are Beauty Talk Online Radio. On Twitter, we are Beauty Underscore Talk. And on Instagram, we're Beauty Underscore Talk or Media. And then you can follow Janice and I both. Individually, um, just by our names, um, at Janice Tunnell on all social media outlets. That's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And you can follow me, Denise Tunnell, on all social media as well. That's D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right. And um, we just want to say thank you to all those who tuned in and listened tonight. know it's a holiday weekend, but thank you to those who will listen on the playback, and as always, a big thank you to our followers around the world. Uh, We know you're listening in the UK, in London in particular. We know that you're listening in in Africa, South Africa, and Nigeria, and uh, Ghana, and we know that you're listening in Sierra Leone, and, and also in Australia and in Toronto as well. And we want to thank those who are listening in Los Angeles, those who are in Dallas, and those who are in uh, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., and NYC, and also right here in Atlanta. Thank you so much for your support. Um, And we'll be back next Sunday night with another great guest, another great topic um, right here at the same place, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, We are Beauty Talk and... I am Janice Tunnell, and my sister is Denise Tunnell, and we both thank you so very much for uh, tuning in tonight. We will talk with you guys um, again next Sunday night. Have a safe weekend. Have a great night, and have a beautiful and
0: blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.